He slept in his parents' bedroom until he was 13. He wet the bed until he was 14. He doesn't know how to ride a bike. Apparently, he has friends. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Welcome to Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. I'm Evan Wexel, and this is a podcast where I interview a random Facebook friend every episode. I'm trying to keep it a little contained right now. It's after two in the morning in Maine because I am on West Coast time, and I am thrilled to uh, give you an interview with someone whose birthday it is today. So I I was able to interview someone uh, for their birthday. Um, Before I reveal my guest, awkwardwithevan.com is the website for all our old episodes. You can also go to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play. Um, Best way to help is to subscribe to this podcast and share it and write a five-star review on iTunes because I love that. And of course, there's patreon.com slash funnyevan to be a supporter of the show so that all the bills can get paid for the podcast. And uh, what was I going to say? At Awkward with Evan on Facebook, Twitter, and now Instagram. I do all these collages for each guest. I might as well have an Instagram as well. And thankfully, I have Awkward with Evan on Instagram as well. Now, uh, again, this podcast lets amazing random things happen. And that is what happened today, uh, tonight, when I interviewed Erin Carafel. Erin Carafel is an amazing actress. Uh, you may have seen her on uh, CSI Miami, Without a Trace, the movie Gone. She was in The Lincoln Lawyer, acting opposite Matthew McConaughey. And she has amazing things on the horizon. And uh, she was willing to let me bug her uh, on the eve of her birthday. And uh, she was nice enough to chat with me because uh, I only did some preliminary Googling of her because we had no idea how we became Facebook friends. And I think this may have been a socially awkward first, which is the goal to figure out how the heck do I know these people? And uh, I think we eventually pieced it together. I'm just not sure if I added her or she added me or if it was just um, the, the world, the universe wanted it to happen. So um, I get to talk to her about uh, her beginnings in Oregon. She's a former Miss Oregon, which is amazing. Uh, also very trained in Taekwondo and how that helped her uh, with an audition she had. And, uh, you know, I talk, I have some acting questions I have for her and then she has some questions for me and, uh, we just kind of roll. So, uh, I don't want to tease anything else. I just want to say, listen to my interview with Aaron Carafel. Socially offered with Evan Wexel. I want to wish a happy birthday to my current guest. Uh, it is her birthday, so I convinced her to come on my podcast as I'm a, in a hotel in Maine and she's in Los Angeles. And she is a fine, lovely actress who has appeared on Gone CSI Miami without a trace. And I just saw a clip of you on The Lincoln Lawyer. So, Erin Carafel, welcome to Socially Awkward. Thank you for having me. Thank you for accepting my random uh, – because what I do is if I'm in the hotel and I have downtime, I'm just like, let's see who's online on Facebook because I'm. this <laughs> podcast is just a mission to interview every Facebook friend. It's a long-term <laughs> goal. 
Wow. Do you have a lot of friends? I'm, I have over 45 or 4,600 friends from different walks of life. Wow. We're, we're, we're over 50 in. and But I think we're maybe one of the first ones where I don't know how you friended me or I friended you. I'm not sure how this came about. Do you, have you ever heard of me before or? You know, your name sounds familiar, but you don't <laughs> look familiar to me. I mean, right now you have a big microphone in I front do. of your face, so I can't see you. Oh, hi. Hi. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just, I know I can see you, but you can't see me. So it's okay. Your, your, your avatar is very nice. So it's okay. <laughs> what is it? That white little, um, outline you, person you have like a, the blue, the blue across your body. The oh, okay. and the, the hoop earrings and yeah. Oh yes. Well, that's what I look like right now. Oh good. Yeah. All you're like that all the time. 24 yeah. seven. You got a big Jody Watley earrings. It's like showing up to auditions with whatever's in your headshot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think we know each other. We I don't. don't. We okay. Well, we'll get to the bottom. I mean, we have 180 mutual friends. Okay. Um, that's- a mix, a mix of, it seems all, all of them are like art are actor based. So, um, have you ever studied at the Beverly Hills Playhouse? Because some of those people are from my class that we're friends, mutual friends with. Yes, I studied there for almost a decade. Okay. So that's how we must uh, must have found each other. I don't know if we were ever. I was only in Gary Imhoff's uh, musical theater class because I'm a guitar playing comedian. Oh, great! Yeah, great. That's, so, <laughs> are you going to be playing some guitar and not, be funny? Not for this be- interview, no. Um, I did in the class, I did bring in songs from time to time, uh, but actually, um, I saw also that you, you went to Beaverton high school and I'm trying to perform for your high school, uh, in the, in the spring they do, uh, I don't know if you were part of this, they have like grad night or a project graduation. I don't know if you ever had that at your high uh, school. No. Uh, yeah, I think so. You mean like a senior night? Yeah. Senior night, like all night thing. Usually yeah, I try I, to, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I participated in that. It oh, was it was something else. <laughs> no, it's, it's a fun night. That's why I do them. Some, some, some of my gigs in like May and June are like me being the comedian that goes on at like two or three in the morning while the kids are like out party, like prevented from partying really by being in like kind of like a lock in from like yeah. 10 at night think, to five in the morning. I think my senior night, is, this was um, just a few years ago, actually. Yeah. Um, uh, we, we went to the Spirit of Portland, which is this like floating yacht in downtown Portland and I think that's where my senior night was, if I if I recall correctly. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Now now is this a, is this a good birthday for you? Are you were you looking forward to this birthday? Are there plans set aside? <laughs> Honestly, like I look forward to every birthday. I'm yeah. not. I, I I don't really have a thing of my age. You know. Um. I mean, I'm not going to tell you. No, my you don't age. have to. I'm assuming uh, you're 23, <laughs> so that's fine. Yeah, obviously I do have a thing now, um, but it's uh, it's something I look forward to every year, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, cause, just because I like to go around to all the different places that I can get free stuff at. Oh, that's and I, true. Yeah, I know that um, there's this ice cream shop around the corner from my house that I'm going to be going to tomorrow, <laughs> um, and and I'm going to be eating lots of things that are not good for me tomorrow. That's, that's good. So, so where, what other places, where else are you getting the emails from? Cause I think you could make a day of it where you could literally have like a free food tour on your birthday. Yeah. Um, I, I like Boba. I'm a fan of Boba, which okay. I don't know if everybody knows what it is, but it's like these little, it's like a Chinese drink, uh, little tapioca balls. It's called sometimes bubble tea, but mm-hmm. uh, I think the official name is Boba. And I got a text message saying I have a free Boba coming to me. <laughs> Um, 
Gold's Gym, my my wonderful gym that I work out at, um, gave oh, nice. me a protein shake yesterday, which was nice because um, that was really nice. And uh, yeah, so I've got I've got lots of uh, free stuff coming tomorrow. I think IHOP does like a free or Denny's does a yeah, free Denny's breakfast. free Grand Slam I think on your birthday. Yeah, yeah. But I I think if I were to eat that, I would get sick. Yeah, you probably would. You just have some water and then leave. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I will, I should go. I I'm a member of Gold's Gym. I just haven't been in months, but yeah, man, now that I know they do that, I should I, well, I, don't, I, should know, least, I don't know if it's official. It was kind uh, of like a like a side it, thing to you. Yeah. It might have been a, a yeah, so I don't know. I don't want to put it out there that that's what happens on your birthday, but No worries. Um <laughs> cool. Now has because we're in such a, a like look at our phone a lot social media age is is the Facebook wall post is that like the highlight of your birthday now? Like where does that rank? Like that you like of looking the most forward to. What? Cuz like What's when you know, like when you like when it's your birthday on Facebook, you know, there's a lot of like you know friends post on your wall like happy birthday and you get to yeah. see like all these people you haven't heard from like all year. And then all yeah. of a sudden, like, you know, they, they, they know you're still around. So that's good. Yeah, it's really, it's really nice that, you know, people take a minute out of their day or a few seconds or whatever to write something to me. I think that that's a very special thing. And it's always nice to see names that I, you know, oh, I haven't spoke to that person in a while or, or who the heck is that? Yeah. Or, you know, like, <laughs> but it's nice. I mean, it's, of course, I feel... I feel the love, so it's nice. It's good. No, it's 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 really it's it's fun. And uh, sometimes it's like, wait a second, this wasn't as many wall posts as I got last year. What's going on, guys? Come I on. Com- I try not to compare it. I try yeah. not to live in the past too much. <laughs> just living in the present and and uh, creating my future moment yes. by moment. Yeah. So speaking of talking about the past, I'm going to try to do like a pseudo inside the actor's studio type interview with you. Or I'll just I'll hit the high points because I'm just intrigued because I I go to your bio and I'm like, you were Miss Oregon co-ed. Like, that sounds amazing already. What what happened? Like, what were how what goes into that? Uh, well, just it, it was an idea that I had when I was about uh, 15 years old. I, mm-hmm. I was like, I want to, you know, it wasn't something that I did when I was younger or anything. Yeah. Um, my mom never forced me into pageants, <laughs> you know, any of that. But I, I was, it just intrigued me. So I was like, I think I want to, I think I want to do a beauty pageant. And so I, um, I, I participated in one and I got second runner up. Okay. And one of the judges told, I was so grateful. I was like, I couldn't <laughs> believe I got second runner up, which is, I think, technically like third place, right? Right. But I was so excited and so honored. And, and the, one of the judges came up to me afterwards and was like, come back next year. And so yeah. I was like, okay. So I came back the next year and I, I won it. And that was, that was great. I got to be in a parade that <laughs> took through downtown Beaverton. Oh, this was, this was, was it Beaverton Oregon. or was like, this is all of Oregon or was it like a regional thing? No, it was all of Oregon. Oh, it wow. was for the entire state. But, oh. um, but like, you know, one of the things that I, I took advantage of was, you know, you can be in local parades or, you know, get to meet people of importance. And, you know, I tried to take advantage of as much of that as I could. That's amazing. And now, and a, a duo, a, a double threat you are because now you also, the U.S. Open Taekwondo. Mm. This is, I assume this is a special skill. Have you been able to utilize this uh, for your acting at all ever? 
Yes, actually. Yeah. Um, I, I played Batgirl in a CBS movie of the week called oh. Return to Batcave. Okay. So for my audition, I broke out some of my, um, my, my Taekwondo martial arts skills, which I think is what got me the job, actually. Yeah. Um, and it's a kind of a, a fun little story um, because it, when I went in for the original audition with the casting director, um, I had this whole like fight choreographed and then I was going to go into the scene and it went great. And the casting director was like, can you come back later at three o'clock for the director? And I said, yes, absolutely. And I, I went back later for the director and the producer and, um, it was in a different room. So it was a little bit longer, but it was, it wasn't as wide, right. uh, or me, no vice versa. It was, it was, it was wide, but it wasn't as deep, you know? And so I did my, my martial arts routine and I ended up like kicking and I kicked the back wall that had a bunch of 1960s vintage Batman photos okay. on the wall. And, um, I accidentally, cause I misjudged like my space and I kicked the wall and then I, I had like ripped and dragged down about like, you know, three or four different of these vintage photos. And oh, there was no. a big black mark on the wall from my boot. <laughs> like in the middle of my audition, I was just like, oh, sorry. Cause I realized, you know, like what I had done. I was like, sorry, as I was <laughs> put the, the photos back up and they were like, don't worry about it, just keep going. <laughs> and so I, I, I kept going and then I just felt like I was in my head and I felt that was like, that was the worst audition. It couldn't have gone any worse. I like ruined their whole, their collage of these beautiful old photos, right? And um, then they kept me standing there talking about my hair, blah, blah, blah. And I just couldn't wait to get out of there. Yeah. And, uh, and then I left there. And this is kind of an important thing, I think, you know, for actors, and especially at the Beverly Hills Playhouse, we're taught sure. to celebrate, right? Yes. So I left there and I was like, that, that couldn't have gone any worse. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? I'm going to celebrate this audition. Yep. And I went out and I bought myself a, this DVD of this movie, Basic Instinct, actually. Oh, what a great movie. Great movie. And so I went and bought myself Basic Instinct and um, as a celebration. And uh, a couple of days later, I got the call that my, from my agent saying that I had booked it. And I, I couldn't believe it because I was like, I can't believe that I I actually got that job because <laughs> Felt, it felt to me it, could, it couldn't have gone any worse. But the director later told me, he was like, you know, after you left, we were looking at the wall and we were noticing that big black mark you had left and all the ripped photos. And we just couldn't help but cast you because you <laughs> left your mark on in the room, you know. Yeah. And, and I thought that was kind of a funny story. So Now, did yeah. you play like, was it like a reprise, like characters of like the Batman cast or was it like an original character you were playing no it was um uh, the original cast so oh, I, wow. I played yvonne craig and okay. then her as batgirl so they wanted to reproduce the old look of of the 60s um of, of the show and it was a movie of the week so it was a it was you know a spoof on the old series right. and adam west was in it and burt ward was in it and <laughs> betty white was in it and wow. uh, yeah it was great it was a great little movie it's called return to the bat cave have you had favorite batman characters or or renditions of characters over the years or was was batman a big interest in you like the franchise itself um not so much really until i mean i i read um yvonne craig's book from i think it was called something like from ballet to the bat cave mm-hmm. 
Um, so it was interesting to read, you know, read her book in, in preparation for the role. And, um, and of course I watched all, you know, all the old, uh, I went to the museum. I think there was a museum of television in Beverly Hills that I spent days and days at just watching old episodes of, of the Batman series. And so I really got into it. I really liked, you know, doing the research. And that, as an actor, that's one of the things that I really enjoy doing is, uh, just fully immersing myself into the world and getting to learn about, you know, the character and learn about uh, the time period and just everything that surrounds it, you know. That's awesome. All right, I'm going to take a little break from my talk with Erin to tell you guys about Patreon.com. That is the website where creators like me can be helped out by supporters like you on a recurring basis because for as little as $1 a month, you can have access to all my uh, my inside updates on the Patreon feed new stream uh, for the podcast. Um, I offer a lot of reward tiers based on your support. Um, it just helps get the podcast rolling and helps it expand and allows me to donate more time to it. Um, as I was saying, $3 a month, you can get an awkward with army certificate. I've made them up. I use PowerPoint, $5 a month, FMXL cell phone wallet. Um, you can be a guest on the show. Even if we're not Facebook friends, I even have a tier where I offer up title sponsorship to you in a very awkward manner. So, um, with that being said, definitely check that out because the thing to check out now is the rest of my talk with Erin Carafel. Have you had a part that has been the most natural to you where like you didn't have to do much of an adjustment? You kind of just like slid right into the role and it was just easy, like a glove. Yeah, I would say um, I was in a movie called Gone. Okay. Uh, Amanda Seyfried, and um, I played a Portland police officer. Okay. And I did a lot of research for that role. I, I went and I, I did ride-alongs with the Los Angeles Police Department. I went and did ride-alongs with the Sheriff's Department here in Los Angeles. I also flew up early to Portland on my own dime to do ride-alongs with the Portland police. Oh, wow. Because they're very different, you know, the yeah. LAPD versus Portland police. I went to gun ranges to, to really hone my, my weapons training. Um, I went to the police, Los Angeles police Academy. Right. And I actually got to participate in police Academy training, nice. uh, which was really fun. So I think that like, that was kind of a, a role that I slid into, uh, just cause like I, I enjoy it. There's something, I mean, I still do ride alongs to this day, even though I'm not preparing for any sort of role because, um, I really enjoy like going on ride alongs and the excitement and the adrenaline that, that happens. Um, when you, you know, you get a call and the lights go on and you're like speeding down the street yeah. and it's like, it's really exciting. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw my very first dead body on Ooh. a ride along, which Whoa. was interesting. Yeah, it was really, really, really crazy. I was in, um, this was through the LAPD, and we were down in Watts, like near Compton. Whoa, okay. Uh, and uh, this guy got hit by a, a drunk driver. He was, this guy was coming home from work. Right. And I guess there were two people racing down the street. Uh, it turned out later that they had been drinking and hit this man. And the pedestrian? I watched, As a No, no, no. Uh, he was in a car. Okay. Um, but I, I watched the coroner rip the dead body out of the car because he 
stuck in there and I just watched that happen and then I watched him empty his pockets and then and then myself and the two officers that I was with we we went to this gentleman's residence uh, it was like a halfway house that he was living at yeah. and had to break the news to you know his buddies that were living there that he had passed away and and it was just like it was you know it was a gruesome experience but it was also really like eye-opening because it just was like wow you just never know like you could be driving home one night and that's it you know that's yeah. it yeah and it's really like got me present to mortality yeah i mean it, wow to see that up close like you're always at a distance and then when you just see it it's like wow this is this is for real yeah. so uh and uh what was i gonna ask you then for like you were mentioning your auditioning earlier, has has auditioning changed for you like over the years? Like now, obviously, you you know you've racked up some some decent credits. Like, are the is auditioning now different? Like in terms of like the rooms you're going into, or does does the casting know you more going in, or do you approach uh, it differently? I feel like I am starting to approach it differently. I mean, listen, auditioning is really scary. Yeah. Well, it's really nerve wracking. You know, you go in there and you, you think that they can see your heartbeat in your throat, you mm -hmm. know, at times it's like, you, you, sometimes, sometimes I'm like that nervous where yeah. like, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I, I'm going to freak out or, uh, you know, and sometimes I do freak out. And, um, so a lot of, a lot of the auditioning has been over the years. It's, it's, it's transformed in the sense that like, I feel like I'm at a place now where I'm learning to care less yeah. about uh, doing it a particular way or doing it necessarily how I rehearsed it because I come from a theater background and so I love rehearsal. I love it. Yeah. But the, sometimes I find for myself in the audition room, like the trap of over rehearsing is that I get too stuck on how I think it should be in the moment as opposed as opposed to just letting the moment be what it is right in that moment you know um I, I try I'm working on what I'm working on right now is mm -hmm. is just letting the moment be whatever it's gonna be yeah. and that's okay yeah because maybe yesterday it was different but today it's it's this and not like having any sort of judgment about that. I think that's where I, that's where I'm working from right now. Yeah, I remember once at the Playhouse, uh, Gary Imhoff once said, like during class, like you just gotta dis discover the moments. Like, don't assume the moment's gonna be like that. Just you know, let the discovery happen. You know, each moment in time. So I thought that was that was interesting when that happened. Um, yeah, discovering the moment, absolutely, and you know, and and that's the the beauty of rehearsal is like to try we'll try this and yeah. try that. And, it, and, and it creates possibilities. Right. And right. that's, that's why it's great to rehearse as an actor. Cause it's like, you just never know. It could go down this road or it could go down that road. And then on the day of it could go down another, another road completely, you know, and that's okay mm -hmm. too. But yeah. it's about bringing the work, having done the work and mm -hmm. asking all the questions. Yep. And then that way you can be fully in the moment because, because there's certainty. Yeah. And then I want to ask you then about one other, uh, a credit you did. Cause first clip that comes up at Aaron com is your, your scene with Matthew McConaughey. 
Mm-hmm. What did, were you, what, is there ever like a, a fangirl or fanboy moment? Like, you know, like where you're kind of a little in awe or was that just kind of like, you know, day at, day at the job doing my thing, just another actor on, on set with me. How, how do you approach, did you approach that or was it just kind of like seamless? I, with Matthew, I didn't have that. Like I didn't have a, any sort of fan experience. I did have one fan experience that okay. I will with you. Okay. Um, I, was, I was working as a stand in on the princess diaries. Oh. It was the first one or the second one. I can't remember. Okay. This was a long time ago. And, um, and I saw Julie Andrews. No, and I, nice. like she was like five feet away from me. She was sitting at a desk and she was, she was, you know, fixing her makeup and, and I was sitting there across from her and I like had this starstruck moment of this is <laughs> Maria Von Trapp in front of me. You know, I, I mean, I grew up watching The Sound of Music, and it's my mother's favorite film, and um, and it's one of one of my favorites too. And so I couldn't believe that she was right in front of me. So I I had a moment um, with with Julie Andrews, but with with Matthew McConaughey, and I, I I didn't really. It was more it was more from the get. We just started we started running lines in the van that was taking oh, okay. us to the location and. And we just like jumped in with the work and it was, uh, it was great. It was fun. We had a lot of fun together. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's pretty chill. I mean, he seems chill obviously. So, but I'm at a distance, but that, that's, it was just like fun. Like the first thing that popped up as I was just trying to figure out like who you were as, as, you know, as a new Facebook, as a Facebook friend that we don't really know each other. I'm like, Oh, that's, that, that is attention grabbing. That's well done. (laughs) Well done, Aaron. Thank Um, you. Thank you. And, uh, there's, there's uh, rumors of a of a sequel, and there's rumors of a TV series as well of the Lincoln Oh, Lawyer. okay. So you could resurface. I don't. I, w- I don't know what your part. I didn't see the movie. What was your specific uh, role? I played Leslie Fair, a prosecutor. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Well, so. mo- movie always needs <laughs> lawyers, so I'm sure you're there. Um, one more attempt to figure out how we know each other. Do, are you know my wife at all? Her name is Ke- probably Kelly Myersfield. Maybe you know of. I don't know if you know of her or Kelly. Yes, Rexa. know Kelly because um, uh, Eric Myersfield right. was one of my very first scene partners, and oh. uh, Myersfield is Kelly's brother. Yes. Oh, good. I will mention that to him. I see him a lot. Um, Great. Great. Cool. Yes, that was fun. We did. What did we do? I think him and I did uh, when Harry met Sally. That was <laughs> oh, like, yeah. oh, that's already great casting. I can tell. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, he can he can play Billy Joel better than Billy Joel, which might be sacrilegious to say, but you hear him playing piano. It's pretty awesome. He's very talented. Yes. Um, I I mean, I asked you this beforehand, but I mean, you do have this, uh, you know, humanitarian side, and you, you know, you have. One of the things I guess was mentioned is that you're a big fan. Of, I'm not a, a stupid word to say. Sorry. Can you tell it's a socially awkward podcast when you're saying stupid things like this? Okay. Um, obviously, um, soft spot in your heart for like you know the conditions in Africa, which are actually pretty similar to what's going on in Puerto Rico right now. Um, what made like you know the aspect of you know the plight of like what happens in Africa be a cause that your that you have been drawn to well um when i was a little girl uh 
I used to get in my stocking at Christmas time. I used to get these McDonald's gift certificates. And, um, and I remember I have distinct memories of, of going, I was probably like nine or 10 or something like that. And, uh, we, we'd go downtown Portland and I, I used to tell my parents that I'd want to like give out my, um, my, my gift certificates, my McDonald's gift certificates. So I'd go up to homeless people and I would hand them these like little paper, you know, paper gift certificates. And, and it was interesting cause I, I got all sorts of different responses. You know, some people were mentally ill and I didn't quite understand that. And I didn't understand why somebody wouldn't want what I was giving them, you know, right remember one man, it was very dirty and, uh, he just didn't want it. And, and I, I didn't, I didn't, it didn't compute for me as a young girl that like, like why somebody wouldn't want this gift certificate. Cause that meant food yet. He was rummaging through the trash can for food, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's always, and then like during, um, Thanksgiving times, uh, and, uh, Christmas time, uh, I would volunteer oftentimes with my mother at different uh, rescue missions to serve food to the homeless people. And it's just, I have a soft spot in my heart for people who are hungry and uh, also for people who need clean water, you know, and I take it granted every single day that I can go to my kitchen or go to my bathroom and, and have access to, to running water. I mean, some people will walk all day, gather water to then bring it back to their village and they do this every single day yeah. in order. And I mean, it's just like, and, and we, we have it on tap, you know? Yes. So yeah, it's, um, it, and I like to travel and the more I travel, the more I realize just how fortunate I am to have been born in such a wonderful country mm-hmm. and to have, to have the things that I have. Right. And it's just, you know, to keep that all in perspective and the more traveling and studying that I do, the more re- I realize just how, how, how lucky I am and how grateful I am. Are there certain places you want to still travel to? Like are there some things at the top of your list? Yes, Where? absolutely. Um, India is one place oh, that wow. I have. Okay. Have you been to India? My sister was there recently. Uh-huh. My sister's the traveler in the family. I have three younger sisters, but she's the one that was always, she's always traveling. <laughs> Yeah, great. And did she like it? She liked India. I mean, uh, yeah, she was there a couple of weeks. Um, I'm not sure if, if she was doing it, if it was like a, a yoga-based trip for her. Uh, but she's been to like Bali. I mean, she's she's into philanthropy. So she does a lot. Like she, and she's all about like networking and helping others. So she's doing a good job. Yeah, but she liked great. that. Where else besides India? Well, um Around Christmas time, I'm going to be going to Thailand, Vietnam, and Cambodia on wow. my honeymoon. I'm getting Very, married. Three ooh, weeks. Congratulations! Thank you. Is Thank your fiance you. going to write something nice on your wall? Because that's what my my wife would nag me about if I'm not writing anything nice on her birthday. Um, no, he probably won't, honestly, because he doesn't he doesn't like me to tag him in anything. <laughs> okay. He's like. <laughs> He, he likes to remain private, even yeah. though he's an actor. He, okay. he likes to remain private. So, Do you want to share his name, or we'll keep him undercover. Um, no. his name is Scott Connors. Okay. Well, Scott Connors, we're gonna tag you, maybe in this <laughs> post about the podcast. At, in the very end, there'll be a yeah. maybe in the comments. He's great. He's a very talented actor, and um, 
and uh, I'm very excited to be getting married to him. Very nice. Very happy. Um, Now, I guess the last question before I let you go, because thank you for donating all this time for me. Um, Since we're Facebook friends, do you you have any questions for me? We've never spoken. We've never met. Uh, I I just kind of hit you up and like, you want to do this right now? And you're like, maybe tomorrow. I'm like, no, it's now. And you're like, okay. Um, So... Any questions for your, for your host? Yes. Yes. So you said, I can see that you are in a hotel room and you said you're in a hotel room in Maine. So what do you do in Maine? I am performing tomorrow. I think it's called, it's pronounced Houston University or Husson University. Um, I I perform at colleges. So um, the school was very nice to get me the hotel that requires you to just walk down a corridor in Bangor. So I'm in Bangor, Maine. (laughs) Wow. And I'm going to, I'm going to sleep in tomorrow and not sleep at all. Most of tomorrow night, because I'm going to fly back to LA in the morning early. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna do a college gig tomorrow. Great. Well, that'll be fun. I have another question for you. Yes. Okay. So what, what's been like your biggest, uh, (laughs) learning life lesson that you've had so far as a, as a man? Oh, geez. I think as you, I've been doing comedy for 15 years and I think my, in the earlier years, it's like, yeah, you want to like, kind of like shock them. You want to be gross. You want to get your curses in and all that. And now it's kind of like, you want to be funny, but you want to kind of like set a good example at the same time. So I don't know if that's me being more image conscious, but it's just my biggest lesson, I guess has been yeah, you just, you know, cause now I'm, I love, I love performing at colleges, except now I'm like twice their age. So <laughs> I'm just trying to like not show them that in the future you, you downward spiral <laughs> from college down and that, uh, you know, it's, it's, you can have fun and be in, I, I'm very interactive with them. So I just mm-hmm. let them know, like, it's all good in the hood. So making a difference for people is something that's important to you. I want to, yeah. I mean, I do find different ways to make differences for others. Um, I mean, I do tell, like I'm, I was in a fraternity and I do some Greek life shows and I do lecture to them uh, sometimes after those shows to talk about, you know, it's philanthropy is like the thing that, that will stifle the stereotype about Greek life. So you guys have to like do that because it's rewarding and that, you know, it, it, builds your credibility and it gives you some protection. If, if someone does mess up, you know, that's, that's how to, you know, I don't know, stay, Mm -hmm. stay strong and stay strong. And yeah, you know, my, my motto of my fraternity was the helping hands. So, I mean, I wouldn't have had a comedy career if not for bugging, uh, all my fraternity chapters across the country while I was at my first temp job when I just moved to LA. What was your Oh man, I was, I think I was working in the BC BG's like a factory in like city of commerce and like the temp agency sent me there and it was just like, oh, it was horrible. And it was maybe my third temp job where I started, I was at like, I was working at a cruise line and I, I, I had nothing to do during the day. So I just started internet researching and just hitting up all the chapters around the country and, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, 12 years later. So, yeah. wow. Great. And do you have any kids? I have a five-year-old who's who's more well-known than I am and my wife combined, technically. Because, because when he was two, he could name every wrestler's entrance music. <laughs> Something I passed on to him and it went viral. 
No. Yes. Yes. You can Google Beckett Sage. Although ironically, there is now a wrestler named Sage Beckett, a female. And uh, we, we know of each other, which is good. We're fans of each other. Um, but yeah, Beckett uh, is good. We, we actually, just to keep the wrestling in, we, uh, we have a, a little web series where I just do a different move on him each episode. <laughs> it's just, it's like a minute long YouTube video of me like, today I'm going to do a, a suplex to Beckett. And you know, this is how you do it. And he does it to me, but he's five. So, Wow. Great. Yeah, it's fun. Great. Well, it's been so nice chatting. It has been nice chatting. Definitely stay on so I can debrief with you for a second. But uh, yeah, um, your links for if people want to follow you or, or check out your stuff. Uh, sure. Um, so I guess that IMDB is, okay. is a great place to to check me out. Okay. Um, I'm also on uh, Instagram, Aaron Carafel. I'm okay. on uh, Twitter, Aaron Carafel okay. and, um, Aaron uh, <laughs> uh, I, I guess I, I got my name. So that's yeah. kind of an unusual last name. So, um, there's only one of me out there, but that is your brand. So, so lock it down. <laughs> so thank you so much. It's been really nice talking with you and, and, and seeing you and, um, yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. And you know, once I interview everyone, I'll maybe I'll, I'll invite people back. So I'll probably talk to you in like another 13 years and we'll, uh, we'll catch up. Great. Yeah. I'd like that. (laughs) Thanks for coming on socially awkward. All right. I want to thank Aaron Carafel for coming on my podcast on such short notice, pretty much three minutes before she came on. I was like, you should come on a podcast. And she did. She obliged. And now she can go enjoy her birthday and get free boba uh, and free Denny's, which may not make her feel well. But it's out there. The things you can get on your birthday. I mean, this is the time. That's why I'm dropping this. This is the first birthday podcast since I interviewed Bill Word as he and I shared the same birthday. So that's some socially awkward trivia there. Anyway, um, if you do want to hear more about this podcast or listen to past episodes, go to awkwardwithevan.com. Go to the iTunes, the Google Play, the Stitcher, the TuneIn Radio. Write the five-star review on iTunes, which would be amazing. Um, And, of course, at Awkward with Evan on Facebook, Twitter, and now Instagram. Uh, I guess I'm going to go to bed. My name is Evan Wexel. Thanks for letting me be awkward for you. Thanks for listening. Go to awkwardwithevan.com to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Now for Evan's mom to pick out his clothes for tomorrow. See you next time on Socially Awkward with Evan Wexel. Wexel. Wexel.